Only playing, no, we're not. No, <laughs> what's, we're, up, what's up, people? We're well, recording live. We are recording live. It's unedited, unfiltered. That's it. We, we, uh, we're very low budget. Uh, welcome to NGA Podcast. Uh, I'm Lewis. I'm Denny. And we are joined today by... Sushila. Hi, Sue. It's <laughs> a very sultry voice you have there. A proper white voice going on. Like, even, even as kids, if, when our mum changed her voice to speak to people on the phone, we're like, Mum, why are you doing your white voice? <laughs> and my mum was white. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, uh, so, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. You're welcome. You're more than welcome. So, uh, would you like to just tell us a little bit about yourself? Obviously, I've, I've only just met you. It's, my first impressions are that you're very nice. Oh, thank you. I'm a very nice person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 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 um, I've known Sue for a very long time, um, since school. Back when like, you had primary, hair. Primary school, back when I had hair. That is a long time ago. And my beard wasn't grey. Um, as Lewis, you've just said, you've just met yeah. Sue. Um, yeah. So so before we kick off, I need to have I, I need to just let something out, yeah. Okay. It's, just, it's been it's been bugging. Make sure you excuse yourself afterwards. No, no, no it's fine. <laughs> Yesterday. I bought rich tea biscuits. They are the whitest biscuits you can buy. Yeah? They're the most <laughs> British biscuit in the world. Yeah? yeah, I don't know if you can think of a, a more British biscuit. And uh, obviously, you can't eat rich tea biscuits dry unless you're a child or a Nazi, right? in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know who ever eats rich tea biscuits dry. But, um, but yes, obviously, you're going to dunk them, right? That's, yeah. that's standard protocol if you've got rich tea biscuit. Mm-hmm. So why did these things not come in like metal padded containers? They come in the most flimsy container. I bought these rich tea biscuits. I got to check out and I was like, this ain't right. I know this ain't right. I'm going to have to. I went back and I rolled through like 10 different packs and I knew I wouldn't be able to buy any of them just because I knew they're all going to be crumbly as shit. And you know, you can't, you can't eat. Oh, okay. You can't take half of rich tea biscuits. This isn't right. This is poor quality. I can't, I can't deal with it. So if you're, if you're going to indulge yourself in a biscuit, it needs to be a pleasurable experience. And it, it was ruined. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Um, I got pissed off. And it shouldn't get to me. It shouldn't. I'm a grown man. They're just biscuits. But you know what? I'm, I'm living in England. We like a cup of tea, right? and it's standard protocol to have a little biscuit with a cup of tea. And uh, it's a very British pursuit. And uh, and yeah, I was just uh, I was heartbroken. So it, would you be writing to McVitie's about that then? No, I won't. Only because. <laughs> Because you bought the Tesco Valley ones. <laughs> no, 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 Just because that's that's too much of a white thing to do. Like white people write letters. I can't oh God, do that. A letter. I can't do it. It's it's not my thing. Plus, to be fair, I know that they're you know, like. What are you gonna get? A free pack of biscuits. Yeah, they'll give you like some food credit. Debbie loves complaining. <laughs> Debbie reaps the benefits of complaining. <laughs> no, I, I want to shout out my mate. Sabrina, she is the queen of complaining. Like, gets free holidays and shit. Do you know what? I just got a free bed. A free bed? The, I got this, uh, we, we bought a bed for my son, and it had like a little bit of damage in the side of it. So they went, uh, they went okay, uh, disassemble it, and then uh, send it back to us, and we'll, we'll give you a refund. I was like, okay. And they went, okay, we need to arrange a collection. Can you send a photo of the bed that's been disassembled, and it's ready for collection, and then we'll arrange the pickup? I was like, all right, cool. So it took me like a week to get around to doing it. I did it, sent them the, the picture, and they went, okay, uh, we're not going to come and pick it up, but we'll just give you a refund for it. Nice. I was like, okay, that's weird. Yeah, but then that's long, because then you have to dispose of it, and then you've got Well, here's money. the thing. Here's the thing. It only had a little bit of damage. I gave that bed to my sister, 
she gave it for my nephew and the damaged bit goes up against the wall in the bedroom so no one's going to see it and it's perfectly safe. Oh, okay. That's all right. That's so it saved her 200 quid in a bed. And funny enough, the next bed that came that we ordered also had damage on it. Oh. <laughs> and it was pretty much the same thing again, although this company were a lot more professional and I didn't end up keeping the, the damaged part of the bed. But yeah, it was. you can get, obviously you can get free stuff, but it's just too much effort. And generally, I think men are a bit shit at returning stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know. Um. I know. Uh. Your uncle once tried to like sell me a leather jacket for like fifty quid that he bought for like two hundred because he didn't want to take it back to the store. <laughs> that's pay. Yeah, that's very typical of men, I think. That's okay. a standard male thing. But yeah. Anyway, I can agree. I've got that off my chest. <laughs> I feel better now. I, I I I lighten my load. Cool. So, the topic of today. So just 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 for those regular listeners, um. You'd know that I recently went to um, Arizona in the US of A. Um, Sue, who is our guest today, was the lovely lady who I went with. That sounds a bit wrong. We've been friends since school, as I've said. So Sue's my mate who I went with, (laughs) and we stayed with her family over there. Um, So yeah, so that's basically what we're going to talk about today. Just our experience in America, some things. Lewis is in America, what, in May? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and just some of the things we we uh, thought about it. So, do you want to kick off? I know you got like a few things you want to get off your chest too, Sue. The most prepared guest ever to arrive. Oh, this really? is true. Yes, yes. I'm a woman. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> actually, do you think our women guests are probably more pre- more prepared? Actually, do you know what? We've had what three? Yeah, three women, and I think all of them had notes. Yeah, you got yeah, yeah. That's had, interesting. We've only had one guy that brought notes. Last year, Kevin. He's a yeah. good man. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so basically it was my first time in America and I was never really that bothered about visiting America, but um, my wonderful and lovely cousin, who I love to bits, um, we actually just met for the first time three years ago and he's American and he's like, yeah, come over. And because I love hanging with this cousin, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll come over and hang with you. And I was like, yeah, I'm going for the landscapes, you know, it's a very beautiful <laughs> place. And I went there, and it's basically changed my life. <laughs> um, I'm not, people who know me, they know, like, I'm not a consumer. I'm quite anti-consumer, anti-capitalist. And um, we hit up the retail outlets that yeah. Delhi was very knowledgeable about. And the next thing I knew, I was, like, praising capitalism with my 10 shopping bags. <laughs> Um, I don't know if there's some kind of energy in the air or something, but it definitely does something to you. So we got, I said to my cousin that we wanted to do what I wanted to do, like proper American things, like eating in the diner, getting the the waitress to like re-pour the coffee, (laughs) refit it. Um, What else did we do? We did a lot of American stuff. We went to San Francisco, which we'll get into. Yeah. Um, Um, I was going to say, like, what was your, what... On your way there, how did you feel about America? So, and how do you feel like now you're back? I had a perception of America that everyone was very pro-American, that Americans were very pro-American and very patriotic. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'm probably not going to really like these people, but I'm going to keep an open mind and just expect nothing. Yeah. And... I think that was the deal breaker, really, that really made me just be interested and curious about everything. I was asking loads of questions. We met loads of people. We met loads of Americans. And I realized that my perception was wrong. Um, 
and I'm, I'm happy to say so, yeah. you know. And um, I met loads of lovely people. They were like really lovely to us. They looked after us a lot. Yeah, they did. And they showed us like the best parts of America. Like they're really fun as well. Like we were all getting down on the dance floor, like doing dance-offs <laughs> uh, with the Americans. It was really fun. Like British people were far too shy to like, well, not me, but a lot yeah. of British were too shy to like start dancing off on the dance floor. It was really cool. Like it was a really, I felt like it was a really, like whole experience yeah, you yeah. did many many things yeah. you know um yeah it just really um what was what was like the first thing that made you think hmm maybe they're not that bad what was the first thing that made you kind of that kind of surprised you when you were there i think it was as soon as we got out of the airport like okay. i got out and then um i wanted to go and smoke and um the guy working in the airport, he was like, I'm not supposed to say this, but go up to the top floor and you'll get a really good view. So I went to the top floor of this airport and I just saw like all these view, mountains. Ninth, ninth floor, isn't it? Yeah. The, it was, it was a, like a, a car, top, uh, top floor of a car park that was <clears throat> open. Which airport was it? Uh, it's Phoenix Sky something it's called, but it's mm. Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, it's I think it's Sky something. It's something to do with the sky. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what. I'm, I'm sure there's probably only one with the sky. Yeah. In Phoenix. And Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've yeah. narrowed it down enough for it. <laughs> well, it was like this breathtaking view, all these beautiful mountains. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I really quite like it here. Yeah. And then it just got better and better and better. Yeah. Like every day was amazing. Yeah. So when we went to San Francisco, yeah. um, my first time in America, first time in San Francisco, um, I fell in love with San Francisco. I yeah. thought it was amazing. So we done. We were there for 12 days in total and we spent one of the weekends in San Francisco. Was it Friday to Sunday? Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Can, I, can I ask, the homelessness situation in San Francisco, is it that bad or not that bad? It's, it's, so we were pulling in from the airport, we were pulling into oh, the city, really isn't it? bad. And we saw this bridge and it's like how you see it in the American films with like the guys with the trolleys and all yeah. their stuff in it. And they had like the metal drums with the fire coming out. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, it's actually real. Yeah. Like this is not just TV. You actually go there and you see that. Oh, you go there and you see that. And I wanted to like take a picture just to show people yeah. that it was real, but I didn't catch it on time. So my, my thought of that was, you know, um, you know, uh, so 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 coming out of we we flew into Oakland rather than San Francisco, <laughs> and then you have to get a, a train which is uh, was called the Bart, which was I think it was it's the, like the DLR, Bay, yeah, yeah kind of like the DLR train. It was the Bay Bart stood for Bay Area um, Rail Transport or something, and it's it, in fact it was made popular recently because there was a whole thing of someone getting arrested because they were eating on the platform. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, so that was on the Bart. Um, the Bay Area sort of covers all of that. So San Francisco is considered the Bay Area. Um, Oakland's the Bay Area. In between that um, was... Fruitvale Station, is what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fruitvale Station, so I took but, a picture of that as well. But the amount of... Like, it was like mini shanty towns. Of oh, like, underneath the bridges. Yeah, underneath the yeah. bridges. So on this train, yeah. you could where you could see out into the, into the public, it was really like the ghettos that you see in films, but maybe yeah. even worse. Yeah. Because you knew it was real because you were seeing it but also just having seen the homelessness like I, from my perception and correct me if I'm wrong anyone else has seen different like when I see the films you see the ghettos and you'll see but it, there's a story right so someone's coming out of their house and walking up the street in the ghetto and then you might see the homeless people but that's a different thing mm. but actually seeing it all together made it like were you, were you disgusted though? 
It was more saddening, actually. Yeah. I felt really heartbroken. Like, then he doesn't have that emotion when it comes to <laughs> Like, um, the thing that shocked me a lot about San Francisco was one, the homelessness, and two, the amount of mental health issues um, in San Francisco. There were loads of mentally ill people. Right. And they were just left. They're basically left to just, like, just sleep on the streets. Do you know like, that's, um, oh, that's almost like the dancing guy. That was yeah, a... And the lady. So we saw the lady. Remember the one painting her face? Oh, And she was... That yeah. really hurt me. And she was just talking to herself, painting her face. She seemed like a really lovely woman. She had mental health issues, but she was really nice, you know. She yeah, wasn't bothering yeah. anyone. Further down the road, we walked, like, two miles or yeah. something. We saw her. She'd been hit by, like, a car or something. Yeah. And... They were taking her to the hospital, but it's the fact that these people, they need support yeah, yeah. and I could not see any support for them. And because yeah. it's like warm there, they're like, oh, it's fine. They can just live out on the streets. Yeah, and yeah. it was literally homeless people on the benches, mentally ill people just walking around. Um, it was really, really sad, actually. Yeah. So the, the reason for that was a policy change. I think it was Nixon or Reagan. Um, he basically like wiped out public funding for mental health. And oh. and as a result, they just shut down load of mental health like mental health care homes and stuff, and just made these people homeless. Oh, just just set them free. There was something as well um, with regards to so where um, the big tech companies are coming in, and the property there is ridiculously expensive. Like I I I think it's more expensive than London. Like yeah, in London, definitely. Like in London, you'll you'll see a really nice house, and you will expect it to be X amount of millions. We were seeing flats there that you would think look kind of standard that were like two million, yeah. three million and things like that. Um, there were some other houses. I wouldn't even like to guess. You know, like where the um, that art place was we went to? Yeah. The houses that were just along the sort. I, couldn't, I wouldn't even try and guess how much they cost. Yeah, we should look it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would need to Palace guess. Palace of the Fine Arts. Palace of yeah. the Fine Arts, yeah. yeah. So there was houses near there. I wouldn't even like just... I imagine the money's ridiculous. crazy, but... So when that tech industry started happening, that's when a lot of the homelessness issues came about. Yeah, well, it made it much much worse <laughs> because property prices. Basically, the tech companies could like they want they want the best of the best um, in terms of people who can perform the roles that they need. So they'll pay whatever money and they can afford it. Mm. They'll pay whatever money just to have uh, an apartment just so they can offer a package to their um, em- employees. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're like headhunting all the best developers. Yeah. People like but that. do you think that necessarily has a direct impact on homelessness? Because yeah, like affordable housing is is necessary for people who are in work. If you've got mental health issues, it's that's like government mental, infrastructure issues. It's so, not just the mentally. Yeah, there's, me- there's people that are down on their luck. And the the thing I noticed it's a bit different from here to America is. In America, you find a lot more people that, like, they've got a job, but they don't have anywhere to live. Like, they're living out of their car or something like that's, that. That's starting to grow here as well. It's, it's not as common, yeah. but yeah, I believe you. Yeah, that's starting to happen here a lot. Um, yeah, so so on the basis of that, so so I would probably hazard a guess that becoming homeless <laughs> can create mental health issues too. Yeah, that's true. So when 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 you live somewhere and then all of a sudden your landlord can sell his property for five times the amount, so he kicks you out, um, then it just has a knock on effect. And with all places that someone's been able to sort of live comfortably, um, all of a sudden the prices around there just totally risen. Um, I guess they their options become limited. I guess mm-hmm. ultimately, but we saw that similar thing. I don't know. The, the background story is much so so just just off the back of that 
there's a documentary that I watched while I was at there called, called uh, San Francisco 2.0 I think that's what and it's talking about the whole issue of um, the tech company sort of coming in it's free to watch on YouTube it's quite interesting and the impact it's had on the locals and, and how it's impacted homelessness but in LA there was a similar thing but I don't know the necessarily the background um, as much um because I haven't watched LA 2.0. Did it by any chance mention on that documentary that some states uh, kind of pay homeless people to, to leave the state? There was some I mean, interesting they, thing they about some... Yes, yeah, so they, they, there was yeah. one point, I think this is quite a few years back now, where they literally told everyone, yeah, come on the bus, we're going to take you to this really nice place. And basically they took them somewhere else and said, get off. <laughs> You're dumped there. That person actually subsequently got in trouble. Um, whoever, whatever mayor or whoever it was who done that, but ultimately, you've still now left a load of homeless people in some other area <laughs> that is, have is, no proper means to get back. Is mm. that the Tenderloin area? It could well be. Because it could. I couldn't remember exactly what they yeah. said about it, but I spoke with a few people about it. We watched that documentary and that, that touched on that quite a lot, yeah. didn't it? And it was, it's basically this area in San Francisco where all the, all the homeless people, drug addicts, mental... Men, people with mental health issues, oh, they just yes. leave them in that area. Yes. And um, the police like patrol that area, but because of their these people who are in that economic situation, the police kind of turn a blind eye to things, so they don't mind them like doing drugs in front of yeah. them, um, whatever they're doing, they just leave them to do it. So they just patrol around <coughs> just to check like they're okay. Yeah. But they pretty much have their own like they're kind of self-governed kind of thing yeah so that's a slightly different that's a slightly different thing so that the one i was talking about when they basically put them on a bus was something that happened some years ago that i know that the, whoever came up with that idea there was repercussions for them this was i do remember what we're talking about now so basically um if you imagine san francisco is being gentrified this part by bit by bit area by area this area um had a um whether it was a mayor or someone in charge of that area had something that was kind of protected over certain things so what's happened is as these other areas that didn't have these laws or whatever it's almost like a you know like when you can't change a building what's it called um listed almost like it it's not the same but imagine this 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 area is listed so they can't do nothing there's certain things they can't do as they've been just chomping up these other areas and gentrifying these other areas more and more people have had to move into this area. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's just literally become like its own <laughs> self-governed mini-state. And, and totally run down. Totally run down. To like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was sad, actually. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. it was really sad. I trust you to forget about it, didn't you? <laughs> you just blocked that in your mind. I just blocked that shit straight out. <laughs> like, it was the first point. I'm going to talk about the homeless. There's some mental health issues. Oh uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it just made me kind of like you see the good side. I mean it's happening in London, it's been happening for a while, yeah. you know, where people are living, you know, where affluent people are living really well and then you get people who are just below the breadline just you know, not really supported by society. So, yeah, that really um hit me actually seeing that. That was really sad. Mm-hmm. And um you wanted to speak about the Native um, Americans as well, isn't it? Yeah, so that, that was back in that was back in um, in Arizona. Um, just so I think we were, we were discussing this earlier. Like, so my um, knowledge of um, Native Americans is quite limited growing up in the UK, um, and like 
going there where there were was so was it was there was it several different reservations or was it yeah, so there are a few different reservations around. That one wasn't the same one as the one closer to where my cousin lived. Yeah. That was a different one. Okay. So some reservations you cannot actually enter unless you're with um, a native person who is from that reservation. Right. You have to enter with them. Otherwise, you're not allowed. Like, I think they can shoot you or something as well. Wow. Uh, that was the other thing I wanted to talk about, the gun culture there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. That was crazy. That really shocked me oh. as well. <laughs> Can we just jump straight to that quickly? Well, the, the, the fact that I was sitting next to the two rednecks on the plane. Oh, no. I went to, I saw that when you were holding one with your finger on the trigger. <laughs> and I was like, take your finger on the trigger. You know, obviously, you were supposed to... They're all low. Yeah, because I, I was like, take your finger on the trigger. And like, she's like, why? They wouldn't have no bullets. In. And I was like, oh, yeah, dear. they're loaded. <laughs> oh, dear. See, you know, uh, when, when we went to uh, California earlier this year, we went to a shooting range. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, sh- the instructor there... There was there was me, Denny, Frank, and, and Nick. So Denny and Frank were two black guys. Um, me and Nick, I'm, I'm obviously white as hell. Nick's Greek, and uh, and he he looks at Denny and Frank and goes, "I'm assuming you guys are okay with guns." Wow, <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> and, then, and then me and Nick are like, "We're we're good." And Denny and Frank are like, "We're not so good. Like we don't really handle guns much." So me and me and um, me and Nick just grabbed the guns and a load of bullets, and we're all like little kids just shooting away at targets. And Denny and Frank are like a bit more, say, uh, uh, what's the what's timid? The right word? Timid, yeah. Back, well, back you know, for me, because um, I wanted to go to a shooting range or something, and then my friend he said, "Oh, I can. I've got a friend with some guns. I'll take you out to the desert. We can like get some watermelons." shoot some watermelons I was like you know I've never held a gun before I'm not sure how safe that is like I I really don't want any bullets veering off and like you know dead bodies around you know I'm probably like end up shooting myself you know so I understand that because um like Denny's apprehension because I probably have the same one I'm like no I really don't want to kill anyone like on this holiday so did you actually shoot no because I was terrified I was like I don't want to kill anyone (laughs) she wasn't even on the scooters the electric scooters they were such fun. Do you know how many people getting like seriously hurt and killed? You see, you see, that's why I didn't go. Look, we were go. We were there's there's okay. In all fairness, mm. in in um where we were, there's like loads of bike lanes and they're right. wide. Like where and where we were actually using the scooter. So her cousin's got like one of those big like six liter trucks. Okay. Um, we we had is that a truck? I can't remember that. Yeah, it's a truck. <laughs> is it's a truck. It a truck? Because... Yeah, a truck. Yeah, 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 yeah. and um. <laughs> what we done was um, drove around because you know like the scooters are just parked on the side of the road so we yeah. drove around found like he checked the scooter he just put it in the back of his van then we drove to um, a lake that had a path all the way around it and we, we were just scooting around the lake oh, okay. and just like having jokes and converse we were driving <clears> around so we, we, done, we, we done it very very safely so you <laughs> no we put them back after <laughs> because the thing is to say like there's, there was there was four of us right so let's say we just walked up there, there might only be two scooters. So on the journey, every time we saw a scooter, <laughs> we'd just pick it up, put it in the back of the truck to make sure we d- definitely ah, had okay, four. Okay. And then after the end, we just parked them all up together for the next four that came along. I'm not sad I missed that. It was like... such fun. I'm actually buying a scooter here. I'm actually going to buy one. Yeah. They're, they're not even, they're like 700 quid. Like no, no, like, like there's loads of Black Friday sales as well. Like, oh, like 300. It's Black Friday. I think it's starting, the pre-sales are starting tomorrow, um, and then it's next week, is the main weekend. Or this week, if you're listening to this. Yeah, 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 or tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> it's all starting tomorrow. Um, 
Yeah, but yeah, the, the gun culture. The gun oh, culture. Yeah, the gun culture. So I was on the plane, I was sat next to these two women. And um, I'm not a person who listens in on people's conversations, so I wasn't really listening to them. They were chatting away. The only however. thing I heard, yeah, <laughs> the next thing she said, I was like, what? <laughs> so she was talking about having, I don't know, it was like an argument in a shop or supermarket or something like that with someone. And um, she was like, and I said to them, she said something like, you better stand back because I will take that as an act of aggression and I will shoot you. And my eyes just went like saucers and I, my mouth dropped and I was really shocked that people just went around like having arguments and being like, okay, I'm going to kill you now. And I was like, is human work, life so worthless here that people would just get into arguments and um, they'll just literally pull their guns out. And they were explaining to me, oh, this is Arizona and it's like it's the wild, wild, wild west. west and you can have a concealed weapon, you can yeah. unlicensed weapon yeah. and just roll around with guns. Yeah. And it made me very like, okay, I can't be my usual London <clears throat> self here. I better be careful. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I, it made me think about it, which I hope isn't too controversial, was that hmm, maybe the gun culture isn't as bad. The having legalized guns isn't as bad as I thought. But I have been thinking about it since, and I think it's because we're in a, a, quite an affluent area. Because even when we're out, like, and you're here, yeah, there's probably like ten people in here right now who have got who have got a, a, a gun oh in their gosh. strap in their in their waist. But you were still able to kind of just get on with life and do things. So what it kind of made me think is, obviously, that's a very where we stayed is quite an affluent area. Mm. It's a nice area. Crime's probably lower than average. Do you know what I mean? So. It is, it would, it, it, it literally would be, and it, I was actually thinking about you with this as well, Lewis, when you were talking before, uh, maybe a few weeks back, if, if someone came in your house, you've got like certain strategically positioned weapons, oh, yeah, yeah. and it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, um, if someone, if, if, if there was an incident like that, where there was an intruder in your house, um, and you take out your samurai sword, or someone takes out their gun, da 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 da. Like, as long as everyone is applied, um, sorry, as long as everyone is going by the rules, there's actually not that much. There aren't rules, though. <laughs> no, but, but this is my point. But that, that exactly goes to my point. There aren't rules. Loads of people had guns. Look how much fun we had. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, guns would, like, apart but, from what we knew, they would we never ever if, even had to think about it. Yeah, so it's almost like as long as people are, I don't know. Obviously, and and I have said this. We were in a very affluent. That's one part of America. And America's very very big, and I know there's some crazy walls in other places and stuff as well. But we were okay. You say we were in that area, but those two ladies sitting next to me were also from Phoenix. But mm. I don't know where they lived. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah, but where we, that's what I'm saying because we weren't in Phoenix. Where we were was. It was nice. They ha, yeah. how it was described to me was the Calabasas of Phoenix. Calabasas is um, the yeah. posh area where like Drake and the Kardashians live in oh, relation to LA, okay. and that's how where we were was kind of described. There's oh, a okay. there's an American saying: an armed society is a polite society, and they're basically saying like if you know everyone's strapped, you ain't gonna start talking shit to people because you don't want to get shot. I definitely had the realisation to just keep quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Could be my usual London South Pass, just keep quiet. Don't, don't, don't argue with anyone here. But it, it, it was, I, I think, I think I was saying this to my uncle the other day as well, I was thinking it's like, I imagine it being very different, like us being from the UK, it still feels weird. Even like, 
when we were shown guns. And it was weird. For, for how they are, for, especially for how we, we, we see guns, and then for someone to be like, oh yeah, my mate decorated this one for me in pink camo. <laughs> sort of, this one's pearlescent. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just so casually. Yeah. It was, but at the same time, they're two of the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? So it was, yeah. it, it was kind of like, it, it's, 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 I think it's, I think the culture and how we're brought up does play a lot into it. But also, if you think anyone that you know in England, who's got a gun they're, they're gangsters right like you don't know yeah, anyone yeah. in England I know a couple of people for the most part yeah. I might or may I may or may not know a couple of people who have guns right they're not nine to five working people <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just that's just not happening so obviously our perception our natural reaction to seeing a gun is oh shit something bad is happening here because I'm seeing a gun right and uh, also for me um, it's you know you look at a gun you're like that can just kill someone right now. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. what is so powerful about it. Yeah. And you know, I'm not into like violence and stuff yeah. like that. So for me, I, I don't know. I I don't. I don't. Was, I'll tell you what else was interesting with that as well. The two people who, um, I spoke to to some people who did have guns, that where I could see, not they kept them where I could see, but where I was able to see them. Um, they also both stated that. The sort of big, the sort of machine, you know, like the, what the, the AR-14s or whatever. Automatic yeah, the automatic assault rifles, like, they agreed there's no need for those. Do you know what I mean? So an AR-15 yeah. is the ones that commonly get used in mass shootings. Yeah, yeah. When we went to the shooting range, mm. not the high-powered one that we used at the end, the mid-range rifle, <clears throat> Yeah. that was an AR-15. Right. So it's a semi-automatic. So semi-automatic, for every time you want a round, you have to squeeze, let go, squeeze, let go, squeeze, let go. Uh, the ones that, that's what Philip was saying. The, yeah. That guy and, shot himself. The, the issue is, even American politicians don't know what an assault rifle is, because <clears throat> what they're talking about is automatic weapons, mm. where you just pull the trigger and it reels off shots. Yeah. <clears throat> but there is a, there's a little gadget that you can buy it's called a bump stock. I know yeah, far too yeah. much about this shit. <laughs> From English yeah. um, it, yeah, it mounts in, into that. the trigger. So as as the rifle kicks back from the first shot, it like springs your finger back at it. So you only squeeze it once, but it just keeps juttering back and forth, and it just keeps ringing off shots with one pull, which is clever to say the least. Um, but there's to be honest, there's there's two laws that I like in America, and one is if someone breaks into your house, you got every right to kill them because. In, for, for me, I've got two young kids at home. Right, If someone breaks into my house, my main priority is protecting my children. And if that means I have to end your life, so be it. Right? At the end of the day, I don't know. If you're coming into my house, you've broken into my house, you don't have good intentions. I don't know where the boundary is. And, and weirdly enough, I just saw this. It was like a little snippet from a TV program. This guy went on this like a military training thing. Mm. And they were like, why did you want to come and do this? He was like, oh, well... About a year ago, um, I was talking to my wife on the phone and she was telling me there was this guy pacing outside the house. I told her to call the police. While I was on the phone to her, the guy broke into the house, picked up a knife and stabbed her to death. And I was like, fuck me. Like that's, you could see that. And and the, the guy then ran off and then the, the woman's kids came downstairs. They're trying to wake up their dead mum and stuff. Now, I'm not saying that in that situation, had she have had a gun, She'd have definitely been able to save herself, but she might have. Well, she could have maybe done the same also with a baseball bat, no? I, you, the thing is, you maybe 
but you're a lot more likely to be able to, uh, let's say for example, if I was trying to hurt you right now, and you had a gun, you kill me, right? You could. I don't know if I would agree with that. But I'm, <laughs> say, I'm saying it's physically possible, you could do it. If you're in okay. fear for your life, and I'm coming at you, if you're in fear for your life, you've got a baseball bat, I'm going to fuck you up with a baseball bat. Only because I'm trained, I know how to, I know how to defend myself against against weapons and stuff. So I'll I'd use it. I'll so, take it off you. But a gun, you, I'll be done. What I would say is, do you always need to shoot to kill? Exactly. That's I one of my things with it. That's fair enough. But in the moment, if you're in fear for your life, yeah. Then, in fact, there was an incident recently. Again, I follow too much American news. Uh, some guy was uh, following uh, an Uber that he thought his girlfriend was in. But in fact, her girl, the, his girlfriend had ordered the Uber for one of her girlmates. So he's following this Uber driver, pulls up in front of him, gets out, comes up to the uh, door, says he's got a gun, says he's going to kill the Uber driver. And the Uber driver had a gun. And he pulled it out and shot the guy. And he was a, and he was, uh, he was cleared. It was a, Justifiable homicide. Yeah, I've, I've, I, see, that's, that's one of the ones. Line, yeah, that's see? one of the ones I don't the, agree with. It's you, like the you one in the supermarket saying, "Oh, I <laughs> yeah. think that is an act of aggression." Yeah, like, where that's one of the, the ones line, I don't agree know? with. Yeah, I feel like human life shouldn't be perceived as being that worthless, and I think there are ways of disarming people or definitely scaring people off where you don't have to kill them. You know. Yeah, to, I think I think I think to not to not see a gun, to not. So even if you feel threatened, to not see a gun, to not think, and then the first thing you do is shoot to... Like, I okay. don't know. Yeah, I, I can't... I, I don't know what maybe, I see it. Maybe I have a different perception, <coughs> and, I, and I'll ask a question. Mm. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I already know the answer to this, which is why I'm probably not going to ask you. I'll ask Daddy. Have you ever had a knife pulled on you? Me? Yeah. Yeah. All right. In that moment, if you had a knife, would you have stabbed the person? Um, do you want to know my reaction when that happened to me? Go on. My reaction was, what a freaking dickhead. And I switched. And my, my, I was literally like, are you serious? And I was ready to... I was angry. I wanted to beat him up. Yeah. I never thought if... And I was angry because like, I was like, over such a stupid thing, like my foot hit his foot. Like I didn't even stand on his foot. My foot, like we were caught up in Bristol Carnival. Um, it was really like, you know how <laughs> cramped up you get, almost like being on the tube at rush hour. And the side of my foot went into his hard but I didn't step on his toe and it must have happened to him about 10 other times in the last minute because that's how packed it was anyway he turned around da, 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 that happened and my reaction was like what a dickhead are you seriously gonna threaten someone's life over that like how stupid how, but, how pathetic can you be but his trainer's white because, you know, I killed someone if they stepped on my bike. No, but I didn't, that's what I'm saying. I didn't even step oh, on them. I'm not all that pressure, isn't it? Don't mess with my crepes. <laughs> so that's why you bought black trade in. <laughs> no, I didn't even step on it. That's what I'm saying. The side of my foot hit the side of his foot. But that's my, my reaction weren't even like, to, my reaction was like, what a freaking dickhead. Like, yeah. that's how I felt. Like, how the, pathetic are you? You're at a carnival, yeah? Yeah. It's highly unlikely he's actually going to stab you at carnival. Just because there's so what? many people. I'm telling you. Yeah, I know people get stabbed. I know people get stabbed. And this was late at night as well. It weren't like... It's like stabbing central. Yeah. No, no, I know people do get stabbed, but you, you'd be surprised that the, the, the correlation of like, or the, the difference between the number of people that pull out knives and actually use them. 
if there's three stabbings at the carnival, I guarantee you about 300 people pulled out a blade and threw it right. that day. Cool. But, <clears throat> ultimately, that's not what was going through my mind. My mind, my, my, my yeah, yeah. going, oh, we're at a carnival, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. it witnesses. I'm good. But, yeah. But, so, my, my thing, obviously, my, my, uh, my, my bit is that if you're protecting your, your home, your children are in the house, yeah. someone comes into your house, you don't know who they are, yeah. you don't know what their intentions are, you should be allowed to protect yourself if, need, if needs be with deadly force. Now, I, obviously, we, could, we can make, like, like you'd say, like, you don't have to shoot someone to kill them, of course, but then we've, we've, our laws in the UK are a bit twisted. Like, if someone is climbing into your house, they, so, and this actually happened, someone fell through someone's skylight yeah. into their kitchen, and they got impaled on a kitchen knife, and they sued the homeowner and won, and they got like twenty <laughs> grand compensation. That's crazy. So I heard something like that, but I. So what I've most of the most of the high profile cases in this country <laughs> where um, and there was there's actually a farmer who did actually shoot a burglar yeah, before as well. But he shot him in the back. That was he went to prison for that because he oh. shot him in the back. I thought did, so. Like, did, did, didn't he get off? I thought he got off. I don't think so. I thought he was arrested the thing first, but I think, yeah, yeah, off, yeah, I I think, think so. there was a lot of public backlash yeah. saying he should have the right to defend his home and all that, and he got off. Now, my thing is, while yes, shooting the back and everything, that makes it a bit different, but my thing is, like, what generally happens here is people generally get arrested, they have to go for the police, and then the public backlash with support saying, no, he was protecting his home, like there was that one in Hiver Green in South London recently yeah. as well. Um, and then they, the, those two high-profile cases, anyway, the, yeah. the thing was returned. But my thing is, like, now, the one in Hiver Green, it was an old man. He was fighting. He ended up getting in the fight with him. He was in the kitchen, and he stabbed. Now, in that situation, for me, it was more understandable. There was a struggle. Yeah. He was an old man. He's reached whatever he could, <clears throat> whatever happened, and that was the result. I think the yeah. guy was trying to stab him, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. And so he got the knife and then he stabbed the Yeah, burglar. but even, there, there was some sort of... If you're shooting someone in the back, like, now, I'm not in that circumstance, it could be out of fear, and the guy could have, in that moment, totally been... And it was just a panic, just like, ah, you know, and he's just done it. I, I'm not going to try and pretend, um, I know, but I do think... <laughs> It would be more questionable the fact it was done in the back because the fact it's done in the back, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like from my memory, yeah, yeah. From the, from, like, the, if you can shoot someone in the back, you can shoot them in their legs. Well, it's it's right. not even just that. If you're shooting someone in the back, they're not they're not a threat to you. Yeah, they've turned around. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've got a personal account of this. My mum, she stabbed my dad in, in the, the back, in the butt, in <laughs> in the ass cheek. The knife went through, hit his pelvis. And it actually kinked the end of the blade, and my mother kept the knife. Are you snitching? I'm snitching. Well, it's, this is like a this is like an old family story. Like, and my mum would always try and defend herself. She'd be like, you know, there was a domestic going on. It was violent. She was in fear for her well being. And I'd be like, mum, you stabbed him in the ass. <laughs> he wasn't even facing you. And then she'd look at me and she'd have a little smile. She'd be like. I was scared. <laughs> and she was like trying to, trying to hide the smirk. I'm like, oh damn, you messed up. So yeah, sorry, I should have said earlier, I've got fucked up family, you know? It's okay. <laughs> but, I don't um, judge anyone. But yeah, so I, I personally, I, I don't agree with obviously stabbing someone, shooting someone in the back. Yeah. But um, the other law that I, that I do like in America is actually, I think it's only in Washington. Mm. Um, 
there's a, a stand your ground law, I think it is, where you can uh, you can have a fight in the street in front of a police officer. Like you, you and me and Danny get into a, dis- a dispute, and I can go. Oh, there's it's different. Stand your ground in like Miami or somewhere like that is if, if someone's in your house. Sorry, yeah, Florida. Yeah. If, if someone's in your house and you protect, like, you can kill them. That's one of the standard ground rules. Okay. Because Washington, I think Washington... In, in Washington, it's like, you can literally, if me and Danny were out on the street, had a dispute, I'd be like, all right, do you want to fight about this? Then he goes, yep. Yeah. I'd go, all right, let's fight. And we can beat the shit out of each other in the street, and a police officer can watch it and can do nothing as long as you, you two are consenting. At the point where Danny goes, I've had enough, or I go, I've had enough, we have to stop, and that's it. Which... I don't know, there's something, I know that's like a very dickhead, manly thing to, to be like happy about, but oftentimes there's a situation where as blokes, you, you, it's going to get violent and just go down to the boxing gym, punch it out. Yeah, ideally, yeah, <laughs> ideally, I did, I would, I'd recommend that a hundred times, but a lot of times it doesn't happen. And then for you to, let's say if that happened in the UK, me and Dan, we're mates, but we get into an argument, turns into a scrap. We're both going to end up with criminal records over some dumb shit. It's it, at least it kind of alleviates, you know, men are stupid. I can say that because I'm stupid and I'm a bloke, but it kind of alleviates the risk. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I've known you uh, 45 minutes and I fully concur. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like that. I, I, I know it's that, not I, I can see some um, merit in that, and it would definitely. I'll tell you one of the things um, in America, and there seems to be a lot of work being done, like it's, it's, there's a lot of attention around it at the moment, is um, the prison system. And I think in America, having a criminal record can have a bigger impact than here. It I think does, here, sure, yeah, there's... you're not allowed to vote if you're... Even things like that's ridiculous, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot... I feel like here, there's a lot more understanding and like the the whole rehabilitation and let's give this person another chance to prove that they want to do something more constructive whereas in america even if you want to do that for example it can change the whole course of your life like for something so petty like you just mentioned having a fight with your friend in the street um without that law and or if obviously in other states like you lose a college scholarship you lose this a college where accepts you all of this kind of stuff you can lose your job you can't vote like and then how, I imagine how that then, like, what state do you have in society? So what that must do to your mental state of mind, you're just likely to go and do some other dickhead stuff. Yeah, because yeah. you can't find a job because no one's going to yeah. take you. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a, there is a lot of issues in America regarding, like, prisons and stuff. I was, I was hearing that the um, prison guards union were trying to block the legalisation of marijuana because there's so many people in America for, like, non-violent drug crimes, and a lot of them are weed-related, and obviously, if you've got 10,000 less people in prison, you don't need to hire as many prison guards. And these guys all got together and went, well, that's our job we're, we're running risk of, so we don't want that law to change. Which I think is a bit it's a bit messed up when you're willing yes, to that's have a sort of in a union. Cage. Yeah, that's a sort of so union mentality. So there's this thing in, in, a, in, a, in California right now, you put all the, ones, <coughs> the, the wildfires that are going on. Mm-hmm. So there's a thing, they, um, the, the prisoners in, in California, you can train to be a firefighter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they can go out and help um, put out these fires. And obviously, they, this is like a yearly occurrence. They need them. They, they, they estimate something over 100 million is saved. And these people get fully trained. They get paid something stupid like 150 a day or, or an hour or something like that. The cat's the joke. So they could be fully trained. They could Let's say they're in there for eight years. 
eight years worth of seasons, eight seasons worth of wildfires. They're helping put them out. When they come out of prison, they're not, like, allowed, to do they're not allowed to become a firefighter. Ever. Nope. They're blocked forever. They're blocked for him because of the sort of checks and you can't criminal, whatever it is, but they're not allowed to be a firefighter. That's like, and that's, I think stuff like that adds to the British perception that Americans are dumb. But I think when you actually go there and, okay, so I... Yeah, I don't like, need that many dumb Americans, I'm not... Just, no, no, yeah, I, mean, yeah, like, that's, that's... I had this, because me and Denny were talking about this yeah. as well, like, I had this impression, like, you know, they're all very patriotic, they're like this and like that, but when you actually go there, you meet a lot of Americans yeah. who you probably wouldn't meet in England, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like there are a lot of um, really open-minded liberal people. Yeah, very liberal, um, and they're not into those. I things. said this. I said this to. I said this to my uncle actually on the weekend. He said something similar. Someone was on TV, and he again similar person. Oh, Americans are so dumb. And I was like, they're not. I was like, mm. actually, <laughs> if you look at most of the recent inventions and things, like they're actually very, very intelligent. And he started going about the gun culture, and I was saying to him like, I mean, you can go to Sweden, and they think loads of stuff we do is stupid because their culture is slightly different and in my opinion more common sense based than ours so you go over there and they're like yeah you guys do this right and i'm like embarrassed to go yeah we do knowing exactly what they're thinking and i'll say certain things not used to when you actually meet american people um i think as i was saying to you before we went i think the average american compared to the average british person speaks more eloquently like like is hasn't it's weird because so many it's like you said the, the kind of lib like that sort of liberal view even when we're in a southern state um that kind of liberal view and just the, the ideas and the stuff and the conversation you can have um i felt is more expansive than the average person a random person i meet here i mean even your what you were saying with regards to oh, we might not necessarily go into that actually um but but yeah but just just that, that's my interpretation. But at the same time, as I said, I've been to America eight times in the last five years. I love it. I love the people. Oh, not bragging much. <laughs> but at the same time, when I do come back here and I see some of the portrayal we get, I totally understand why a lot of British people think that before experiencing it. Because I think a lot of the American media is based on... Well, I mean, the media in general. Yeah, but yeah. More strongly in the US, I think, is the stereotypes that they like yeah, to yeah. play out again and again and again. So, like, me as a British person, I'll watch all these American shows and I'll be like, yeah, they're dumb, they're like this or like that. But then when you actually go there, they're actually nothing, really not nothing like yeah. what you see on TV. I mean, uh, you get some people who are, obviously, yeah. stereotypes are yeah. based on something, aren't yeah. they? Um, but, you know, when you find, like, a good crew of people, yeah. like... And it's similar, again, to what I, was, I think I was saying to you as well, like, you do tend to attract... Like-mindedness, like you know. Um, so, yeah. I, as I said, I, I I love it over there. So I'm with you now, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of, the, of just the standard people, like the, the the people we bumped into? And I thought everyone was just really nice, generally. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was like very polite, very welcome, yeah. very friendly. Yeah. <clears throat> Even uh, when we went to that nightclub, and that guy was trying to uh, sell Nick Coke. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was like really like nice, friendly, drunk. And nice. Like, <laughs> where you from, man? <laughs> yeah, the good stuff. The, the thing is, like, like Nick's quite naive to drug culture. He's never touched or been around anything. So this guy's like, 
hey man, how you doing? He was like, yeah, I'm good. He's like, oh, you're, you're British. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm British. So uh, you enjoying it? He's like, yeah, I'm enjoying it. He goes, do you want some glow? And then Nick was like, dude, I, I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, no, do you want some glow? And he's like, no, I'm telling you, bro, I'm, I'm not gay. Like, it's cool, but I'm not gay. So, you know, you, you leave it, innit? He's like, no, no, cocaine. You want some coke? He's like, oh, no, no, I'm cool, I'm cool. And the guy's like, Goes like, okay, no worries. I'll come back. I'll check in with you later, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just your regular friendly neighborhood drug dealer. <laughs> I can't um, remember what was that. They were smoking PCP or something. Wasn't yeah, they? yeah. Angel dust in that. So, yeah, that was mad. Because oh, okay. yeah, obviously yeah. weed's legal in in California. So we we went to this nightclub. Okay, and we were. It, oh, is it, that the cool club you told me about? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. No, it's for her. <laughs> it's the that, dodgy one. That, that, oh, that yeah, she thinks it's cool. That comes out to fun. <laughs> that club. It was like at the back of like an abandoned lot yeah, in this like old warehouse amazing. thing. Um, but yeah, and like, every, obviously we're expecting people to be smoking weed everywhere because it's legal. But then we're walking around, that's not weed. Who is yeah. that? And you just, you're like, oh shit, they're smoking PCP. And there was like just a line of people just to go and do coke. In yeah. There was like one toilet in there and it was like open. So you just see people walking in and putting their heads straight down as they walk in. They should nice. be like the northerners. You just do it off your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty, no, man, yeah, it was pretty mad. Everyone's nice. I don't, the, do you know what? Um, I, I could, I definitely couldn't live in America only because like the consumerism that's there, I would get fat as hell. Like, I'm not <laughs> oh, gonna, I, went, I got to go to In-Out Burger this time. You, how did you rate I, it? Yeah, I liked it because I missed yeah. it last time when you guys. You fell asleep. You're going to switch all key though. <laughs> yeah. The burgers, yeah. I only yeah. could eat chips because yeah. I'm vegetarian. So. Yeah. For, for the, for the price. Mm. For, for for what you get, I thought they were really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, actually, I went to a place, I think it was called Eddie's in Manchester, mm. um, last weekend when I was up in Manchester. And it was very, very similar. Like the, the It was relatively cheap. The quality of the food is good. And I think that's what you get in America a lot is you get decent, I wouldn't say amazing food. I, I, I don't think I had a single amazing meal while I was out there, but it's decent enough and it's and it's really cheap so you can eat to excess easily mm. actually that's the thing that surprised me that was another thing <laughs> the quality of the food because yeah, i yeah. was thinking it was going to be because i'm quite into healthy eating and i thought it was going to be all like greasy horrible food but everywhere we went yeah. um was the food was really good even yes. at the diner yeah, like, yeah. i really liked the food in yeah. that diner it was amazing i yeah. finished like a massive plate of food yeah. which i was surprised yeah. about yeah it was really really good um, everywhere really we went, good. the food was good. Even like at that breakfast place in um, San Francisco. Yeah, I went yep. twice for that, that breakfast. Was good, yeah. That breakfast was good. Yeah, that was good. So that yeah, there good. were a lot of things that. Um, but obviously, I've only been to Arizona and maybe yeah, yeah. and San Francisco, and I know they're really into healthy eating there. Yeah, yeah. More so than in other places. Yeah. So. Um, do you want to talk about the impact you had? <laughs> <laughs> so basically. Um, as a British person, I'm not very patriotic in general, but it's amazing how patriotic you become when you're not in your place. <laughs> okay. I was like, Britain, England, I'm British. Like I wanted everyone to know I was British. I was using all my British slang. I was calling the French fries chips. I would she point refused. to the waitress and be like, I want the sweet potato chips. And the waitress would say, and I pointed on the menu, sweet potato chips. <laughs> Even though it says sweet potato pie, she mentioned every, she just refused to use any, any yeah, I was like, trainers, American language. Trainers and chips. 
Oh, um, that's funny. But you got um, people saying it as well. Oh yeah, I got everyone. Like Danny said to me a little while before we left, he was like, "By the time you leave, you're gonna have everyone speaking British." And um, I did, so I was really proud of that. <laughs> they were getting into the British slang. I was teaching them slang. I was telling them Listening about London. Yeah, introducing them to UK artists and um, the UK drill and grime scene and trap. And we were in the club as well. Um, it was midweek, so it wasn't that busy. But they got the DJ to put on some uh, UK tunes, or as much UK heat as he had, mm. like I don't know, Skepta and ASAP, or like the really the more popular people. Yeah. But yeah, so she was. I was, I was very proud to be British. I think I think um, where we were, you definitely left, left an impact. Yes, I, I was, hope they was, will remember about the British yeah, culture. Def- I definitely think I definitely think they will. <laughs> I definitely think they will. I might put up a little recording. <laughs> oh, I don't talk- think we can show anyone that, that video you made. <laughs> we got a few videos of um, Sue stating the impact. <laughs> <laughs> now, we were all drunk at a nightclub. It was really funny. It was so funny. It was good. But that's what I was saying. Where we were as well, like, just there was so much. There was just so much in such a... It weren't even, it's like it's still a reasonably big place but everywhere was quite accessible by road quite easily yeah. and there was just so much because you, you think like um, your cousin was telling us about the art galleries we didn't do that there was mm-hmm. so much stuff that we still didn't do yeah. do you know what I mean we didn't go up um, we didn't end up um, uh, doing the trek on Camelback Mountain yeah it was a, gonna, that's a hard hike yeah basically. but there was still loads of stuff that do you know what I mean that could have easily just taken up more days and yeah it was so good such a good holiday. Yeah, you would Such never need to leave there. No. Nah. You could just do holidays yeah. just in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. I, it did make me, even more so this holiday, make me understand a little bit more why it, it appears there's a lot of American people who haven't left the country. But there is. I was literally about to say, like, there's a huge percentage of Americans yeah. who don't even have a passport. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. totally. Because, yeah. yeah, you can just holiday around mm. there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's a very beautiful land. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's even like you've got there's so there's so much diversity in there. Like you've got the Rocky Mountains, yeah. and then you've got California. Yeah, and you've got Alaska, you've got Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think the people are quite diverse as well, which is different from here because you get a lot of mixers upon mixers, and people are more interesting in that in that sense. Whereas here, it's more like white mixed with something, you know, English mixed with Indian or Indian um, English mixed with black or something. But there, it's like Hispanic. I don't know black mixed with korean mixed with something else and i thought that was really nice it was really nice to see that kind of mixing and diversity Mm. which is still growing here but it's growing more now um yeah it was just very um it was very enlightening experience i'd say yeah yeah i was really glad you enjoyed it a big time enjoyed it yeah because i was on 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 the way there i was thinking oh i bet sue's not gonna i hope sue enjoys this like (laughs) it's (laughs) I really hate it because you know like if you don't if you're not enjoying yourself and you're with someone for 12 days and they're not enjoying themselves I'm like fuck this holiday's going to be trash and then I ended up having more fun than you yeah I mean, you did in fact you did 
good. It was good. We're it good holiday good. buddies. Like, yeah, yeah, We should yeah. holiday together all the time because we just have the best time together. We did have a really, really good time. It was good. That's it was good because normally Denny just gets drunk and falls asleep when I go on holiday with him. I think I slept a little bit as well. <laughs> I think he does do that, but then I just still carry on. I just yeah. go off and still carry on doing yeah. what I'm doing. So yeah. it's fine. Like yeah. we're really easy. You know? Yeah. I think that's important in a holiday body, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It was good. It was good. Arizona! So you're going to go back again before the end of the year then? Because you know, five times. And... <laughs> we, we were just discussing. I was I was actually saying um, I might, I've got two weeks off at Christmas. Okay. And if I can wrangle it in, because I do have a few family trips I've already planned, <clears throat> that I might try and get out there. But Sue's forbidden me to go without her. It's not allowed to go without me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the next trip I want to do, because I, when, I, when I want to go abroad, I have to do it in very very short bursts because I run my own business and I've got two young kids um, so like when we went to America we literally we went to California we flew out on Thursday we came back uh, late Monday yeah. um, so that was that short trip yeah, yeah quick yeah. long weekend so the next one I want to do I've got a friend who lives out in Kenya and uh, I want to do a weekend safari a weekend to so, Kenya weekend. yeah That's so sad. you could do it now nah, you could do it I used to fly to Kenya um, like Tanzania and stuff like I mean, it's sad because to go to that place, no, you could do it. that like, amazing place for two days. Mm. Like, I just found no. Mind. I do like three, four days, three, four days. Yeah, you could do it. It's not long enough. Thing you is, can I've, do it, but... I've been so it's so for me, it's it's not even again. Like, Denny's been so many times to America. Right, <laughs> he can go for a weekend because it's there's as much as there's still so much to take in. Yeah, you're kind of a kind, you're kind of yeah, yeah, familiar you're not, with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've never been to to like West Africa or Central Africa, when you go the first time, like I remember the first time I went, <clears throat> there's there's like I've been to India, I've been to other parts of Asia and stuff. <clears throat> Sorry, I've got a boiler. <clears throat> I thought it was going to be an infectious cough. I was like, don't tell me you died. Yeah, so when I first went to Africa, there was like a kind of sense of, I kind of felt like I'd been hypnotised by the place. It was I've like, heard that, I've heard that actually, that is amazing. Everyone that I know that goes to, to Africa, and if you speak, like when I speak to Lamin, who's Nigerian, he, like straight away, I can feel that he knows what I'm talking about. I don't hear it, I don't sense, I feel it from him. He's like, yeah, it's there, like, that love for that place. Um, so yeah, it's, it is a bit harsh if you've never been before, but if you have been before and like, Going to Africa is kind of like an addiction. You can you can really easily get addicted to it, and it's it's weird because especially being from like a, a Western country, we're used to having so many like amenities and luxuries that we don't even see as luxuries and amenities. Whereas over there, there are parts of the of, there's loads of parts of the country where people are cool mm-hmm. to say it nicely. But they're so much happier mm, than the miserable bastards that you work with on a day-to-day basis. That's yeah, yeah. And consumerism. Um, but yeah, yeah, and so so I was just thinking, I was like, mm, I could do a safari, but I could probably only squeeze it on a weekend. That's sad. But they do in in South Africa. You go on a one-day safari, you'd be out for like eight hours, and you're done. That's it. I just love traveling. Once I'm somewhere yeah. beautiful, it's like I just don't want to leave. Yeah. yeah. The the good thing about what I'll be doing is I'll be getting a friend to take me out on safari. So it'll be just be catching up with an old friend for a weekend. It won't mm. be one of those like program tours where it's like, oh, and here we're gonna pass the watering hole where you might mm. see some gazelles and like scripted scripted. We will camp out with just cars around. 
with yeah. wild animals around. Yeah, yeah, like someone will stay awake with a gun. Oh my gosh, you're just right. in, no, and that's <laughs> and, but that's the thing, right? You wouldn't want to do that for a week. Like you could risk it three nights. Three nights, I'll be sleeping with in a, that car for those. With nights. a pride of lions, <laughs> fifty, sixty no, feet away from you. In the car. <laughs> that's the. I'll be sleeping right next to the fire. <laughs> With my hand on the end of the log that's like in the flames, I'll be like, right, if anything wakes up, I'm just gonna burn it. Uh, I'll be burning people when they wake me up in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that'll probably be my trip next year. Well, have you got uh, have you got anything planned coming up? I, I, I want to go back to Arizona. <laughs> that's to what I was gonna say. I want to go to live and never come back here. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm just focused on like um, I'm focusing on how I'm gonna live there, and then I can think about holidays because I don't want to spend unnecessarily when I can be putting that towards money to go to yeah. go and live in Arizona. Yeah. Are, you, are you seriously like that much I'm in love with this place? I am totally in love. I really place. felt like, totally like as I said, I've been to America several times eight times in five years and um <laughs> there was nothing like that and i'll tell you what i think was really important right and i said this a lot when i was out there and i said this to you before i went and this is one of the main reasons i went to go all the previous times i've been to touristy places i've really enjoyed it hence why i've gone back eight times in five years <laughs> but um that holiday was something different and that was what i wanted i wanted to be with americans who yeah. live there and do things that they do yeah. i think i was very spoiled because we were in an affluent area but man it was so good and it was the, it was the best holiday i've had in america like and where we were just seemed to have everything yeah. like it, <laughs> there was nothing that i would want i i felt like there was there was nothing it didn't have yeah and totally. there was still so much i didn't do like, i think i probably chose the best place to go to for my first trip there but I don't know how I would feel going to the other places. Yeah. But I definitely, um, I'm in accordance with you that I felt it had everything. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. just like really, and yeah. the land is amazing. Yeah. And the mountains. Yeah. It's a really special yeah. place. Should I tell you what, the other thing as well, and I've no, the only other place I've really noticed this is when I've gone to Ireland. Mm-hmm. Although it's slightly different. There's just a, a nice family um, culture. So they're, they're, they're proud of being Irish. It's not necessarily they love where they live. But there's a proud to be Irish sort of thing. Newcastle, I think I said to you, people in Newcastle when I've when I've lived in there actually like Newcastle. They're like it's not they're not not just through that, that sort of patriotism. Oh well, they actually love what Newcastle has to offer. Um, that's how I felt. Scott, so so many people. And I was saying before, like even people we we met who had lived from other parts of America and yeah. had come there loved where they live they loved that area but a lot of the people we met as well they weren't even from there that's what i'm saying and they've they've come there and they stayed they came there and they stayed that's what i mean it's it's almost like i'm actually i said the name of the place i'm going to beep it out because i don't want tourists and people going there yeah don't you can't tell them our secrets that's getting beeped out (laughs) yes we stayed in scottsdale (laughs) i'm just giving denny extra work (laughs) just for next time he wants to go to So, so, um, but yeah, it was, you, and I rarely find places, and I think that has a big effect because, I mean, we, we, we all live in, like in Slough, you're not going to bump in someone and go, oh, it's, and where, like you meet someone from Slough, not going to go, yeah, Slough's such a great place. Do you know what I mean? And no, I think, because <laughs> it ain't, <laughs> but Black Park I, is nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, quite, I quite like that Black Park. Yeah. Yeah. And Slough Memorial Gardens. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, yeah. I'm not saying there's. I'm not saying there's not <laughs> nice parts. So <laughs> But there's. But but I think that adds when people like where they live, so they're happy. 
and being happy is infectious, you know what I mean? Like, and the sun, though. The, the sun is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think my vitamin D levels just went through the roof. Yeah. I, was, I'm like, oh, I was so happy, and I knew it's because my vitamin D levels were yeah, like, that, at the, the optimum level. Yeah, you know? yeah. It was... It was the, the, first, the first day... So we got there, and it was obviously like late evening, late afternoon. The next morning, we went for a jog. Yeah. And um, what? Yeah. We went for a jog, Benny. Yeah, we went for a jog. We went into like up the uh, one of the little mountain, through the little mini part of the desert, and then into the mountain, across the high road, into the mountains. It's quite hard run for me, yeah. actually. But remember those? We went past those two older ladies. Oh yeah. And even from then, the first thing, so I kind of stepped out their way and jumped over a little gap to let them have the path. And just their response was like, oh, so you didn't need to do that. I just had a little joke with me and then we just kind of wished each other a merry good day and kind of went on. It was like, straight away, I was like, wow, this place is really nice. Like it just, just from that and that first interaction I had with just some locals, I was just like, oh, that's nice. Well, I'm sure you can get that if you're like, you have a dog and you're walking in Slough, maybe in the park in Slough. Slough. <laughs> you know, Plus, I don't have a dog. Get your fucking dog out of the way, bro. I'll kick that dog, bro. <laughs> no, you just a rage for your dog fight later, wasn't you? It's like with um, when you go to the country, and I'm mm. saying country like Black Park is country yeah, yeah, yeah. for me. You'll pass other people and you'll wish you you'll say hello. And yeah. stuff. it's just like mm, maybe more in the Scotland s- city. Scotland's like that. You don't even need to go that far. You just literally go to I don't know. No, Oxford. I've, I've been places where they do it in this country and I think particularly the north of England is a lot more friendly yeah don't go on but for me it was as I said it's not just saying the the, the, the saying hello and being polite it's that and it's not about being patriotic to where you're from it's about because remember like you said a lot of people weren't from there so that was their adopted home Mm. and how much they just liked being there which even if you're polite you can still think you know I just find it, it you don't often go to places where people live and then be so enthusiastic about where they are. And I think that kind of, for me, was infectious. Every time I'm speaking to someone, they're like, oh. And it was like, they were happy for me to be there. They were, they didn't, I don't know, did you get that? Like, yeah, when they, were, they were asking us where we're from and then they were happy, oh, you know, what made you come to Scottsdale? Yeah, Scottsdale's great. Oh, you got to do this when you, you're, do you know what I mean? No, I didn't even, well done. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> You just said Scottsdale twice, <laughs> and now I've said it three times. There's going to be a lot of beeps in this episode. <laughs> oh, oh. But yeah, it was it was uh, yeah, it was really good. It was really good. I'm 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 planning to go back. Um, I'm, I'm and this is on a on a real one. I'm probably I'm I'm probably planning my fortieth or stag there as well. So. Don't worry, you'll have plenty of advance notice. I'm getting invited to the stag, yeah? <laughs> and just to top it off, it's only three hours from um, Vegas. Okay. So you can literally drive to Vegas on there as well. Mate, I'll get, we'll get another car, man. Yeah, oh, that's, car. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and, right, okay, so here's an example. We were planning to go to Vegas originally, right? Yeah. Because of how near it is. You know how much I love Vegas and how much I go on about it. Yeah. I didn't even bring it up once. We just had such a, we were just having such a good time, I forgot about going to Vegas. Yeah. And I, I kind was, of remembered it, but I didn't want to like pressurise Philip because he was doing so much. <laughs> he was for doing us. so much, but she was so like, awesome. Okay, we don't have time, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, like, yeah. I was more interested in seeing yeah. the land and the, yeah, yeah, the nature yeah. anyway. I'm not really a gambler, but I just wanted yeah. to kind of go and look at it to yeah. see what it's about. Yeah. But, um, so we, we, went, we went to the casino there. Yeah. Um, I, I helped Sue learn like just get a yeah because i know nothing about gambling yeah okay, okay. what is it dip your toes for a little bit of gambling 
Only what basic do you do, stuff. What do you guys play? Roulette. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm hardcore. Um, <laughs> you go for the no skill <laughs> games. Yeah, 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 skill. I never knew there was a skill. I just tiny little, tiny, tiny little bit. A number or a colour. I didn't know like how yeah, to yeah, play. Yeah, a little bit of strategy. A little bit of strategy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no skill. I used to play roulette. Good at his gambling. Okay. He's a professional gambler. Then he's got issues. Yeah. Well, he made some money. Everyone else lost money. Yeah. He helped me make money. So, um, the, the, but yeah, the, the different. I'll tell you the key difference is Vegas. You can you can not gamble and have an amazing like for me. I don't gamble much. Um, and I could easily go to Vegas and not even bother with casinos. There's just so much to do there. It weren't just like you know the casino we went to, like where gambling was the main thing. Because I know they like have that. some, there's one place, I don't know where, but all the music artists will do. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's loads, there's loads of places where you can... I used to know a guy who used to get free accommodation whenever he went to Vegas. He's really smart the way he did it. It's a little consumer advice here. He'd go into a casino, change up, like, I can't remember the exact way he'd done it, but he'd change up loads of money in the chips. Mm-hmm. And then he'd go and, he'd go off and play slot machines for an hour. Mm-hmm. And then he'd go and get the, the chips changed back into cash. And he'd do it like three or four times. And the casino would go, oh, this guy keeps on changing money up from like from chips to cash, cash. And th- they're not thinking that he's recycling the same money. Mm-hmm. They're thinking he's he's cashing in and, and, and being a good customer. And the next thing, you know, the floor manager come over and go, oh, hi, where are you staying? And he'd say, oh, I'm staying at some hotel. And go, next time you come, let us know. You, get, you can stay with us for free. Because they're thinking that he's going to come and blow tons of money in the hotel. Yeah, in the hotel. yeah. And he was telling me he'd go for like ten days, but he'd only pay for like four nights in the hotel. Oh, that's really oh. good. Yeah, but like he must have spent quite a lot on those trips. Probably, yeah, probably. Still I've got a friend who goes out there quite a lot just for the UFC. He just he just loves UFC. He's just like always out there. So he'll just go for like long weekends, like you were mentioning with. Um, with oh, okay. California. But I do think you can do that. I think I agree. Like when you're familiar with somewhere already, you can just kind of like. Do whatever yeah. you need to do, and then just head back. But he's going for something specific yeah, as well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you go to a, a boxing yeah. or something. The, yeah. The, the world is quite small now when you think about it. Like, I I thought ca- going to California mm. for for four or five days was going to be a like I thought that plan was just going to fall to shit, and that it was going to be a, almost like a waste of time. Yeah. But. Actually, considering we only went to California, yeah, we, got we only, well, not even California. We only went to LA. LA, yeah. We did everything you'd ever want to do in LA. Yeah, over yeah. a long weekend. Yeah, I think so. We'll happily not go back there. Yeah, there's so many other places in America you can go see so much other stuff. Yeah, I think to be honest, obviously, if we'd have maybe gone to where you guys went to that place in Arizona, mm. Scottsdale. <laughs> <laughs> no, we went. We went. Um, um, that was just one area where we were yeah. We went Phoenix, obviously. Yeah. We were mainly yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, but um, if, if there's, like, there may have been, there may be, you know, two weeks worth of holiday stuff that you could do there, but in LA, there's, like, there's not really all that much. Like, we went to the Hollywood sign, we went shooting, went to the Walk of Fame. We, we did all the, like, standard touristy stuff in a yeah, weekend. Yeah. But I think it's different if you actually know people That's there. what I was going to yeah. say, that's yeah. What made I think difference. that's what made a massive difference because we, like, for example... The we, party we went to. That's what I was going to say. Like, we meet Americans. Yeah, we just went to like a, a Halloween party that was kind of nuts still. Like, what about uh, that promoter that you know? Oh, Mikey. Was it Mikey? 
I can't remember. He, 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 I don't know what's going on. I can't remember his name. But saying that though, like even some of the guys who we met, like they're like DJs at like Burning Man Festival and like. Okay. And because again, like they just knew so many people, didn't yeah. they? Like the group of people we were with just knew so many people. So it's like the DJ's DJing and he's like a pretty famous DJ and then he's just letting us go behind the booth and take a photo with him and just. Yeah, I think. I think. Being with someone local yeah. made such a difference. Because I bet even in LA, if you knew people from there, yeah, they would yeah. be taking you to parties, yeah, being, yeah. showing you that's things what it to was do like, there. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what made the difference. But those yeah. are the kind of holidays that I like to do. I want to meet yeah. people. I want yeah. to learn your culture. And I'll tell you I what I did really like. I was saying this to a friend at work. Like The mad thing about um, where we stayed, um, even like some of the bars, the way they were themed to just be fun. Like There was this bar that was... And I was, I was saying, like, this is almost my dream. Like, it was basically, like, a video games and hip-hop themed bar. Oh, shit. Like, oh, yeah, that was good. I like yeah. That and then they had, like, a free-throw, three-point, um, you know, the, the fenced-off things? Not yeah. even, like, the game where the thing's moving. Like, just literally. The ones you get at, like, Thought Park or whatever. Not not those. Like, this was, like, proper basketballs, okay. proper ring. Like, just in the, in, like, in the bar. And then you oh. have, like, old-school Mortal Kombat and just various games it was just it was wicked that, Until, makes, that makes for good drinking games yeah 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 um yeah it was just like fiend bars are oh, these amazing bars with the girls asses hanging out and all that <laughs> i mean jackie because <laughs> me and jenny we, we we had a long discussion about you know respecting women yeah no no about the objectification yeah of, yeah about the objectification I, 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 I don't know if we should get into that no no, no, no maybe on another no, episode yeah it's, it's an interesting <laughs> topic yeah yeah um, I've been thinking about it a bit more actually and I'm kind of coming to your viewpoint a bit more okay, okay good <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah it was it was uh, it was definitely it more than any other of the eight times I've been to America in five years it was um, the most revealing of America for me like it gave me a clear even what I said with regards to how I thought about guns how I thought about like just the different things and how, how people are, everything. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Really cool. Really cool. Shout out, Philip and Anna. Yeah, so I wanted to do some shout outs out me and Danny, <laughs> from me and Danny to Philip and Anna. Um, I love you guys. Um, they're going to be listening. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks for looking after us. Like, um, I hope you liked our enthusiasm for your place. Yeah. Um, yeah, and shout out to Christian as well. Thank you for looking after me and showing me around and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah it's just like a really good, good holiday. It was. It was it's a really holiday, good. not a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That's jokes. That's jokes. Cool. Was there was there anything other uh, Americana stuff that you were? Uh... Um, you we could still talk another like two hours about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just so cool. Um, oh, how much they love the British. That was the, that yeah. Was the thing, yeah. yeah. We, we were very loved out there. Yeah, so. yeah. I'll tell you something that's really interesting about that. Um, so I, 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 I know that from past times I've been in America. So, so, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so. Obviously, but I've been to a lot of touristy places. So while they, you know, while it's novelty, it's not as novelty because they're going to come across more British accents because it's a touristy places. But I think, again, because this wasn't a touristy place, I think that novelty oh, factor true. was a little bit bigger. 
so it was um yeah that's our place yeah 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 i'm telling you all of those times it's been said i am beeping it out (laughs) this place is staying on the racks phoenix yeah 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 can you imagine like, area. But could you imagine you walked up there and they just started bumping into Bear British people? <laughs> so what are you doing here? I need to go, hold on, are you that guy on the NGF podcast? <laughs> Cheers, man. Thank you so much. This place is a gem. Oh, dear. Oh, um, yeah, I, I think... Um, oh, I'll tell you, I think the cars from, from California, the cars are very different because it's... Because it's um, out in the like it was big sort of wider open roads less traffic yeah there was a lot of sort of larger cars like a lot of the pickup trucks yeah, because and, like for example you know that audi a1 they don't have that there it like just starts at a3 or yeah, five yeah, yeah 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 which i was like oh you don't have it and they're like oh yeah you guys have that there and i was like yeah yeah okay yeah they, they only have like big cars yeah. or like jumbo size cars. everything's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like huge yeah yeah um car start xl um whereas obviously in california particularly california has got that um, it's a bit more densely populated. Densely populated. I shouldn't maybe not say California, but LA has mm. got that. Is um, what do you call it? Sort of. They're quite a bit more, uh, especially the aware the, and environmental the eco stuff. As yeah, well. like, that's they it. The they eco don't like yeah. big pickup trucks. Yeah. So and we saw a lot of Teslas there and things yeah, like yeah. that. And a... well, I saw a couple of Teslas, but nowhere near the amount. It was a lot of pickup trucks and yeah, and yeah, um, really. where we were. Yeah. yeah, like literally the Q5 was the smallest car. <laughs> Which one is the Q5? The white one. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. That's not small. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That was like the smallest engine car. Yeah. It's weird as well. Like every now and again, you'll see someone's imported like an F-150 to the UK. Yeah. And it just looks like a monster truck yeah, on the yeah. road. And you're yeah. like, That's just a standard car. Like a standard. There's so many of them. I've got a picture. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But oh, it's like, the, like... The, the, the hood no. will come up to like your chest height. Yeah, they're huge, yeah. huge. Yeah, thing. I've got a picture um, with my luggage next to one and standing next to it, and it's they're flipping huge. So that it's very similar to the, I think um, Philips one was a Toyota, the Cadillac, not the Cadillac, the other one. His, his truck was I think it was oh, a Toyota. I don't know and um, <laughs> that was the, that was a big one. Yeah, no, the truck. Yeah, I think where was the F? I think the F one fifty is the most popular. One in America, it's F one fifty, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. They sell like X amount a second or something like that. It's like silly. silly It's like one of the most popular cars in in America. Yeah. Um. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So similar style. Um. But yeah, the yeah the 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 cars and stuff were big. I was going to mention as well how they well where we were like Mm. you're saying in LA was more eco friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Where we were, what I noticed was the excessive amount of plastic everywhere, like yeah. plastic bags in the shops, which we've actually banned pretty yeah, much, yeah. Now, haven't we? The yeah. plastic bags in the supermarket, there was a lot straws, of plastic, yeah. the stirrers for the coffee, yeah. plastic everywhere. Yeah. I, was, I, was I mean, I think there was a few that. places, but then it was it was the exception rather than the rule. Yeah. I mean, and even in the supermarket, and that's the thing, like, we were in a healthy supermarket, and it was like, would you like paper bags or plastic bags? Exactly. And it was just like whatever you asked for. It yeah. weren't like a charge or any sort of levy on the plastic bags. It was just like, what would you like, sir? Plastic or, or paper? I know. Yeah, well, yeah. That was that was paper. yeah. That was that was. Um, I did find that a bit odd. Yeah. Yeah. I was quite surprised yeah. that they were very behind with yeah. their recycling. I wonder if that's did that. What was it like in California? In um in um San Francisco? I think it was pretty much pretty the similar. Same. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. Pretty much the I don't same. particularly remember it being. There were different. certain things. Even I remember back in the day, like um, a 
America used to be quite far behind yeah. on, on certain on things. Certain, even, yeah. like, even like technology sometimes, because yeah. obviously they have um, they have lower uh, voltage uh, coming mm. through their, their electricals and stuff, so their TVs wouldn't be as good as ours. And yeah, yeah, like yeah. Well, I think even up till until the iPhone came out, mm. their mobile phones were a lot yeah, more, yeah. Like a lot were pretty shit. Um, and then the the iPhone obviously it's changed the game, and now obviously yeah, a, there's true. a lot of a lot of uh, American. Well, not a lot, but like you got Google, who's another American manufacturer. Um, who, not who, Korean who made, and Chinese companies. But now it is. Mainly, now it's the Korean yeah. and Chinese companies. Um, but if you look at, if you look at. Like even in hip hop film, in films, hip hop videos, like when we when pages were pretty like non-existent here, you still had them like pages, like they were like super cool because yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah. Pay- Do you know what I mean? Like what the fuck? They know what SMS messages, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, I got the two-way pager. <laughs> like we talking to us shit. Like, what you know? but then when the iPhone hit, then like that's that's when that. I still remember like scratching my head for ages. Mm. Uh, Kelly Rowland in. Uh, that Nelly song. Yeah. She was sending him a text using uh, one of those like side mounted phones. Yeah. She wasn't sending him a text. She was writing what? it in an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> what? I don't yeah. know. So that you, know, you know, you know, no matter what, I do oh, dilemma. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember that. So you remember when she's at the window and she's texting? Yeah. She's typing, she's, she's in, typing Excel. in Excel. Are you actually serious? Seriously. I need to watch her later because I totally don't remember that. Yeah. That's crazy. I know, I know. And she's wondering why he did text back. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! Um, I was just going to say something actually. Well, I've forgotten now. Standard, standard for this time of night. It's posh a bedtime, isn't it? It is. It is. I've got to be up for tomorrow yeah. as well. Um, yeah. Oh, I did say I've got well into that. I did. I did forget to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, if have you got anything more on your list? Actually, no. There, those were the main points. Cool. Um, did forget to tell you. So at the end of every episode, yeah, we do a throwback song. Okay. Um, so you have to think of one of each. You don't have to think have of to, right you now. You don't have to say it right now. If you, if, are we well, doing something doing related to... doesn't have no, to be related. Like a bit of just a throwback. Just old school song, old school film. Oh, I was <clears> yeah, yeah. thinking of like something like sketch or something. To like tie into the show. Not to... Before before we do wrap up, there was something that I was actually wanted to say at the beginning. Just to kind of... Because uh, I didn't want to finish necessarily on a downer, and this isn't exactly the happy thing to be talking about. Um, some of you guys that know me obviously know I'm, I'm like teaching Taekwondo and stuff, and in that community. And if you're listening, uh, and you do know me, part of that community, cool. Uh, there's a, a guy um, who runs Stuart B Taekwondo, and his daughter went missing nine months ago, oh. uh, and it was in it was in the news. Uh, she like literally just disappeared. Uh, She's 19. She left the house. She was seen walking, I think, on her way to work, and uh, yeah, she just disappeared. And um, it it hit me really hard this week because on Saturday it was the nine month anniversary of her going missing, and his twenty four year old son died as well. Oh God! Oh, oh God! Um, so yeah, it's a uh, it, that from like obviously I'm 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 a new parent and thinking about someone having to go through that with their kids and stuff. Um, it's awful. Yeah. yeah. Normally, stuff like that. Even even if it's people I know, I'm. Most people think I'm a heartless prick because stuff like that just doesn't really sit on me at all. Like I'll, I'll just walk for it. But this uh this kind of stuck with me, especially because the the 
the guy in question, the, the dad, is such a nice guy. Like I'm very um, I'm very antisocial when I go, especially when I go to taekwondo tournaments and stuff. I'm there just to coach my students, and then I want to leave. People maybe want to come and talk to me if they used to see me fight, or I know them from circuit or whatever it is. And normally I'm just like, yeah, 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 hi, whatever. But this guy, he'd always make an effort. He's really polite, he's really friendly. And it got to the point where I'd be like, oh, hey, man, how you doing? And I'd actually make an effort to go and chat to him. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, 2019 has been a, a really shit year for, for the guy. And I uh, kind of really felt for him. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, just felt, felt to get that off my chest as well. Yeah, as well. Um, and with that... I thought so, what think? Yeah, and with that, I'll do my throwbacks. Okay. <laughs> just, to, just to step off it. Um, so my throwback song. Oh, oh shit! I've just I've just brain farted and forgot my throwback song. So I'll, I'll come back to it. But my throwback movie will be uh, John Q. Okay. I don't know that. Denzel Washington. It's a good yeah. film. Mm-hmm. It's a good film. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can choose any song. Any can song. I, can I choose um, Aaliyah back and forth? You can. Although we're quite anti uh, R Kelly on this podcast. Yeah, but it's about Aaliyah, okay. not about R. Kelly. Yeah, man. Aaliyah's like... <laughs> and what, what's you're your not throw... paying royalties, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. What's your throwback film? Labyrinth. Oh, sick. Do you know what? I think, I, I think I've said sick. that film on our list before, I but you can keep... Yeah, yeah, you, you can. Guess can get away with that. That's like my all-time favourite Yeah, yeah. Um, so my throwback song is um, Foxy Brown and Jay-Z. Um, I was playing that the other day. I'll be yeah, I yeah. That. I've got that on vinyl. Yeah, sick. I love that tune. And my throwback movie is gonna be "She's Having a Baby," which was Kevin Bacon and Elizabeth McGovern. I think I it's it vaguely. Yeah, I think it was eighty. It was definitely between eighty nine and eight. Yeah, eighty nine and ninety one. Mm. I think. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, old, old film. Yeah, that's me. My throwback song will be uh, "White America" by Eminem. Haven't you said that before? No. Um, I only chose it today because you guys went to America and there's uh, obviously the uh, the other stuff I've been looking at in the news recently with uh, Trump. Yeah, we'll have to get on that next time. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it, we'll do it. But yeah, that's uh, that's it for today. That's it for us. I'm Lewis. I'm Denny. I'm Sushida. And we are out. Peace.